welcome back, guys, to the Four Card Blood Sports Show. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. I do appreciate it. I don't know when this is going to be out. It's currently about to be 11 a.m., so you guys will probably see this around, like, 11, 30, 12. Anyway, uh, not a very, very long episode today. Just uh, very, very brief, actually. And I did want to check this first as well, just to kind of make sure. I always forget to check NBA stuff. Still getting, trying to get Seth Curry back from, uh, back into shape after COVID. Anyway, so. Not too much there going on. Anyway, let's get into it. So, first thing here is, and I was actually kind of waiting for this to happen. I didn't know it was really going to happen, but now I guess it kind of, you know, kind of proves uh, that I'm correct about this and that, um, my guess was true that uh, Washington quarterback Taylor Heineke will be staying. As you guys know, I kind of, I mean, it wasn't really hard to tell, but I kind of, you know, was assuming that Taylor Heineke would still be a Washington quarterback. I, I kind of had a feeling that he'd stay. And uh, this kind of proves it here that he's going to stay with agreeing to a two-year $8.75 million extension. And I think he deserves it. You know, he played well with the time that he had. Ian Rappaport reported Wednesday that the Washington football team has agreed to terms on a two-year extension for Heineke. And that'll be giving them $8.75 million. Added, uh, Ian Rappaport also added that the deal will be including incentives with how many games he starts. Involving how many games he starts this year, or this upcoming year. Was set to be a free agent in March, but obviously got a deal. This is what Heineke had told Washington Senior Vice President of Media and Content, Julie, Julie Donaldson, on Wednesday. Quote, it's a good feeling. Everyone knows I was at home taking math classes, so for this contact to come, it's a sigh of relief. I'm really excited. This is the place I wanted to be, so everything came together pretty smoothly. And I'm really excited to be back, end quote. And, you know, not only that, but he also, you know, like he said, he was, you know, he was taking math classes. Well, now, you know, he can fully commit to the Washington football team. And he can, you know, he can keep, and now that he knows he's going to be staying, he can keep, you know, grinding it out this summer, this spring. You know, keep doing some, you know, some throwing sessions. You know, bring a couple people along, do some throwing sessions with some people, keep training this offseason, you know, and hit keep hitting the weight room to get better. And, um, yeah, you know, just now that you know that you're, as long as he knows that he's committed now and that they're committed to him, he now knows he can go out and grind and, uh, you know, hit the weight room, get some practices in, you know, some game, you know, some 
throwing sessions in there and whatnot. So get some, you know, build up the chemistry too. So this is what they kind of had to say about his, um, about his kind of story here. So Washington famous, uh, excuse me, I can't speak. Washington pulled Heineke out of engineering classes at Old Dominion in December after a rash of injuries guttled the team's QB room, which I do remember. 27-year-old Heineke could pull out, can put off using those engineer skills a bit longer. <laughs> so they pulled him out of engineering class so that way they could get him on the team. And uh, as you guys know, still in college at the time. But uh, it looks like he might be either holding off on it or he'll be dropping out. Either way, one of the two is going to happen. Excuse me. So Alex Smith then returned for week 17 and pulling out a win that propelled Washington to the postseason. Then, then they cut Dwayne Haskins and an injury prevented Smith from playing in the playoffs, bringing in Taylor Heineke. So... And like I was saying before, given the circumstances for Taylor Heineke, you're not going to expect great numbers. But for what he was given for the circumstances at the time, he didn't do bad. And uh, it was a very, very, uh, you know, very pressure packed, considering that was just for, you know, considering the starting position he was in. Completing 26 of 44 passes for 306 yards and one touchdown and one pick, while adding six rushes for 46 yards and another score. Against the def against the defense that would go on to sm uh, smother the likes of Drew Brees and eventually Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, while taking out Aaron Rodgers along the way, Heineke's performance against the champs deserves praise. Which it did, you know, he played, you know. Again, the numbers aren't going to wow you, but for what, you know, for the numbers that we were given versus what they could have been, considering the start, it's fantastic. So, Alex Smith still remains under contract, but his future remains in question due to his latest injury. Kyle Allen, who suffered a season-ending injury after four starts, is an exclusive, rate, exclusive rates-free agent. Heineke's new contract answers the first in a series of questions regarding the Washington QB room. The next is whether Ron Rivera adds another veteran to the mix in free agency, a high draft pick, or all of the above in 21. So, it, it, you know, their QB room is about to get potentially shaken up here pretty soon, uh, especially starting out with... Um, with free agency, we'll kind of kick it off, and then the and then post draft, or um, during the draft status, and then post draft status. So we'll see how it we'll see how it goes after, you know, everything kind of starts to get unfolded. But um, yeah. So there's that, and then next thing here is Vikings are signing veteran kicker Greg Joseph, putting question Dan Bailey who, as you guys know, had some struggles this season and uh, missed a lot of field goals. I don't know. I mean, 
for what I could tell you, this means that it, it either means one of two way, one of two things. One of which is it's just to replace Dan Bailey, j just like that. Second thing I could tell you is it could be that they're gonna have some sort of uh, they're gonna have some sort of kicking comp. You know, there's gonna be some kicker competition to see who stays and who gets cut. I mean, you know, if Greg Joseph out kicks Dan Bailey, then Bailey gets cut to keep Joseph. Or if Dan Bailey beats Greg Joseph, then Joseph gets cut and Bailey stays. One of those two things is gonna happen. I feel like. Um, Dan Bailey, who was 33, went on, went, who went 15 of 22 on field goals in 2020, has 1.8 million of his 2.7 base salary guaranteed on March 19th. Joseph's arrival could be the first step in Minnesota shredding, shedding Bailey's contract. As part of the Bucks practice squad, Joseph was often a protected player by Tampa to keep around in case of a COVID issue arose in the kicker room. 26-year-old Greg Joseph played 14 games for the Browns in 2018, going 17 of 20 on field goals with a long of 51 and made, a 20, and made 25 of 29 extra points. Didn't kick a field goal in two regular season games in 2019 with Tennessee, but hit his lone postseason field goal attempt from 30 yards. Joseph went 18 of 18 on PATs in five games with the Titans, including playoffs. So very, very interesting there. There's other news around the NFL that the league is monitor monitoring today, uh, yesterday. I'll let you guys read all that, though, because there's a lot of stuff. Anyway, last thing here is quarterback Josh Rosen is signing a one-year deal with the 49ers. Latest landing spot will be his home for the next year. San Francisco has signed Rosen to a one-year contract. The team announced Monday. The team also signed running back Austin Walter, which it announced with the same uh, with the same press release. Rosen was part of the Buccaneers practice squad when San Francisco found itself in need of a quarterback, in need of quarterback depth late in the season. The 49ers signed Rosen off the Buccaneers squad uh, practice squad on December twenty third. And he spent the rest of the season with San Francisco. General Manager John Lynch apparently sees enough in the former number 10 overall pick of the Cardinals. Keeping him around for another year as part of a team that has needed a depth at the position. Due to Jimmy Garoppolo's various injuries, don't know where that's going to lead them to. First round pick because the same quarterback in potential that made him the five-star recruit out of St. John Bosco High School in Bellflower. California in 2015. Thrust into a difficult situation in Arizona as a rookie forced onto the field in the final moments of a regular season game to make his unexpected debut, and he played behind a shoddy the offensive line that rarely afforded him the time needed to throw. And at that point, a lot of people had already seen him as a bust, but obviously given the circumstances, it wasn't really ideal for him. Rosen, Rosen hasn't been given the organizational stability or security necessary for optimal development, instead being asked to figure it out as he went under former Cardinals coach Steve Wilkes before he was uncircum, 
unceremoniously dumped by Arizona in a trade to Miami. With little pressure on him to produce in San Francisco, Rosen might finally be an ideal situation in the pro game under offensive wizard Kyle Shannon. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you can hate on, you know, you can hate on Josh Rosen all you really want. But honestly, like, ever since he's been drafted up to this point, I don't see a moment where he's been given an ideal situation to, you know, to um, to grow and to learn. You know, it, it seems like as soon as he was, you know, like it says, as soon as he was picked up by the Cardinals, he was just tossed right in there. And there was, no, you know, it almost was like he was just immediate. There was no time for him to grow. They just tossed him in there. There was no time for development. They just needed him right away. You know, he couldn't learn behind anyone. They just tossed him right in there. And you can't have that. He needs to, if they think he's good enough right away, they'll play him. But obviously he needs, you know, a lot of quarterbacks need, you know, a lot, you know, every quarterback needs to improve. And he didn't, was, he wasn't given that. And he never really was given time to just learn. And hopefully now he's given that opportunity and potentially be starting quarterback, you know, material soon. I would love to see him turn into something great. But um, anyway, guys, that's actually going to do it for today's episode of the Full Crippled Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you guys for being here. I know it was a really short episode. It's actually only 14 minutes long. So I do apologize for that. I, I don't. I wish it was, you know, a bit longer. But anyway, I'm gonna have everything linked down below in the description box. Uh, let me know what you guys thought about today's episode. Let me know if you guys have anything, you know, any questions about anything that we talked about. But yeah, so again, it's been the Full Purple Sports Show, and I will talk to you guys later.